you know, because a lot of times people think like we think intuition is is more like it's something that we we think or we know. But you started out talking about how it's something that you feel. And I think that that's something that that's that's the bridge, right? That's kind of the bridge that we're that we're um, I think all of us have been on this journey to to cross over. It's like coming really coming home to that the sensational essence of our bodies like being able to really to really be in our bodies because once we come home to our bodies like you said like so beautifully with the touching it's like yes I'm here there's a relaxation that literally the nervous system gets recalibrated right and so many other things and that's part of the healing journey Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart centered guest experts will be sharing through a multi dimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful people. This is an exciting episode. 55 episodes in. This is officially the end of season one. Ah! The week after this episode launch will be the rebrand of the podcast. Everything is changing because I'm changing. (laughs) And I'm excited to bring you this episode with Jill Ashley Hoffman. I met her in Hawaii at a retreat. Gosh, I don't even know how many years ago. (laughs) A couple of years ago now, she's a beautiful soul. Um, And really the premise of her work is, is teaching you that you are your own healer and the medicine that is required of you already resides within you. And there's like health coaching, but also there's just this like nourishment from the inside out piece, embodiment, you know, so much of our work is different, but also overlaps in so many ways. And I'm excited to share this conversation with you on invoking your intuitive body and this was a part of an event that, you know, she had spearheaded that was really about coming home to your body and connecting and awakening and healing this sacred vessel that we all reside in, right? We all have this body. Our soul is housed in this body. And it's so, so, so important to take care of this this vessel, to clean this vessel, to purify this vessel. Um, and there's very, there's just so many ways to do that. So I'm excited to bring you the gold of this 45-minute conversation. And I am so excited because one of my dear sisters 
is visiting Rima Bonario. She is who I went to Egypt with last year. And she's actually hosting a retreat here in Asheville next week and was like, hey, no pressure, but I'd love to come in early and have some sister time with you. And it was a full body yes. And tomorrow we're having a reunion with some other sisters. And it just so happened to work out where Maria Stark is going to be actually in downtown Asheville performing. And she is like a priestess medicine woman songstress. And like the whole day just beautifully worked out where we were like, oh, let's go meet at this person's place. And then, oh, let's have dinner reservations. And like, oh my gosh, Maria Stark's actually going to be performing. And all of a sudden we're like, let's get tickets. And now we're going to have this full excursion. Just divine feminine sister <laughs> fest. And I'm so excited. I love being here. I, I like so many people are moving to this area and there's something is drawing so many of us to the Blue Ridge Mountains. And I don't know why, but I know it's big and I know it's juicy and I know it's delicious. And I love meeting new people here. And I love that my friends are hosting retreats here. Um, Another one of my mentors, Marin Bach Antonson, is hosting a retreat here in November that I'm actually going to be participating in. And um, yeah, I love that I get to like play and, you know, there's definitely this desire, this urge to definitely start some in-person work here in the area. And I love how beautifully and effortlessly it's all just kind of unfolding. And um, it's it's helpful to have familiar faces in the area. And it's also helpful to just continue to keep meeting new people who are on this devotional path and just being surrounded and communing with nature and just the fresh air and the seasons. The weather has been so amazing. I am loving being in North Carolina. Oh my gosh, this is like one of the shortest intros ever, but I really feel like I'm complete. My friend's visiting. I just want to go play. Um, there's really not much more to add other than just be prepared for the newness that's coming next week. And let this be a permission slip to you that like just because you created something doesn't mean it has to stay the same forever. You get to change your mind. You get to evolve it. And it was a really effortless um task for me to to revamp and refine the podcast and everything was pretty much ready and set up to go but I knew that I needed to record it once I was in North Carolina like I knew it, it needed to wait and so yesterday it took me like 45 minutes max to just get everything together record everything get it to my podcast peeps and have it ready to go um for the next episode and I just love how I'm learning more about myself through the creative process and trusting the process and trusting the timing and to really listen to that inner compass. Because um, there was a part of me that was slightly resisting making changes to the podcast, but I know that this is where the podcast is headed. This is where my work is headed. And I really want it to be in integrity with who I am now. And um, I'm excited for you to tune in. All right, much love and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Come Home to Your Body 
speaker series where we're talking about connecting, awakening, and healing your sacred vessel. My name is Jill Ashley Hoffman, and I'm the creator of the Unlock Your Radiance 5 Medicine Framework, where I support sensitive and soulful women to heal their bodies naturally so they can experience more freedom, more joy, and more vitality in their lives. And I'm so excited today to be speaking with Lindsay Martin Ellis. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. So excited to be here with your community. Absolutely. Thank you. And we're going to be talking about such a juicy topic, invoking your intuitive body. So juicy. I can't wait to dive into this. But before we do, I want to introduce Lindsay properly. So Lindsay Martin Ellis is an embodiment guide. She's a transformational mentor and spiritual teacher for rising change makers. She is also a writer, speaker, podcast hostess, human design facilitator, and emissary of the divine feminine. This former professional engineer traded in her accolades and to-do list for the felt experience of what it means to embrace our soul journey in human form. So juicy. Thank you. And yeah, so let's, let's dive in. I mean, the first thing that I want to know is what brought you to talking about this topic, invoking your intuitive body? What's what, what brought you there? What brought you here? (laughs) Yeah, well, intuitively, what's coming through is there was a, you know, I've heard people Uh, recite my bio back to me many times. And there was like a deep emotional wave that that washed over me as you were talking about the last piece related to my former career. And that doesn't always happen. So I'm like, okay, there's something here, right? And, And as we're talking about intuition, it truly comes back to the feeling. And so it was a beautiful gift to guide me back to where it really all started on this next phase of initiation in my evolutionary journey, which was during a time when I was in corporate and a male dominated industry uh, in a very, you know, cerebral, mental, <laughs> masculine centric, you know, field. And my body was breaking down. My body was screaming at me. I had massive hormone imbalance and on the outside, I looked successful. On the outside, I was working out at CrossFit. I was beating my body up. I had a six pack. <laughs> I was, you know, crushing life to, you know, anyone that saw me thought that I had it all, had the money, right? I had a house overlooking the ocean. And inside I was, I was crumbling. Inside, I felt like I was dying. And there came a point where my hormone imbalance got so bad that. I was going from doctor to doctor, medical professional to medical professional. And I just had this overwhelming voice just come into my field that was like, you have got this. You know what to do. You have all of the answers inside of you. Listen. And again, the emotions are coming over me because I remember that feeling of being so debilitated and feeling like, oh my gosh, this is going to be my life forever. <laughs> Am I going to be in a career that unfulfills me? Am I going to feel this tired and drained and exhausted? And and I just slowly started to listen to the signs. So it was truly from this place of desperation. And, and I believe that the universe, spirit, source, whatever we want to call that universal intelligence, you know, 
either gives us these bigger, more paramount experiences like mine, because I probably wasn't listening for a very long time, or the gentle whispers. So once it got to that point where it was truly, you know, almost past the point of no return, you know, with with the debilitating health issues, it forced me to listen. And then healing started to happen. I got off all of my medications that I had been on for over 15 years. I've been medication-free ever since. I had hormonal acne. I had such low progesterone. They told me I wouldn't be able to conceive a child. Everything is back into homeostasis in my body. Was it easy? No. Was it (laughs) challenging many times? Was it a fast-paced solution? No. It took time. It took devotion. It took commitment. Yet, I know that that happened for me to recognize that, like you say, I am my own healer. The medicine is inside of me. Yes, we have all of this external support, but we first get to connect with what is it that we need first. And so it does take time and it does take, it takes courage to say yes to that, that moment. And again, it might be a slow whisper like a, just a constant drip, this constant nudge, or it might be something a little bit more dramatic and catastrophic. But I really believe that it's, you know, this universal intelligence is here to, to bring us back into course correction. So for, for my journey personally, it, it came out of desperation. And now it's coming from a place of devotion. And I want to help people not get to that point of catastrophic <laughs> and start now. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. I resonated with so much of your story, Lindsay. I mean, we know each other personally. So we, like, I knew a little bit about your story, but I didn't realize how the, 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 there's just so much that just is in alignment and our stories are different and our experiences are different, but there's a lot of synchronicity in that. And I just, it's just, in some ways it's like kind of validating for me, like, oh yeah, I went through that too. And feeling that, um, like for me, I always speak to that breakdown point and it was like the the shift for me was like this internal shift around coming from a place of not trying to fix myself but like you speak to this devotion and it's like it really kind of was that internal shift for me and what I'm curious for you is that in that shift did you notice that um that that like the right like did the right things just start to show up for you? Like the things that were going to guide you on your healing path? Did you, or was it, did it still feel like a struggle? I mean, I know it's, it's a little bit of both, but I'm just wondering, because I know for me, I had a lot of, once I started to make that shift, I started to, things started to just kind of come along my path, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is it. And then trusting and, and it's like those whispers, I guess is what, what I'm speaking to. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a a big whisper for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, The journey, I I really, you know, and I love, I love your, your mission because it's very similar where, where there's a lot of noise right now that, that, that leads people to believe that once we start to come home to our bodies and once we start to, come home to ourselves. And once we start to heal, that it's just like everything goes away, right? Like there's never a struggle. And to me, when there's no struggle, it means that there's no more evolution. And and it means my work here is done, which 
I don't want because that means I probably won't be on this planet for much longer, right? So I've learned to recognize that these are kind of guideposts that are bringing us back to our truth, back to our center, back to why we came here. And I mean, a beautiful example of that is one of the the GOMs that I that I called in and the functional medicine doctor and all of this support team was through me starting to share my journey and people just coming into my field. And I just felt it. I just knew. I knew that there were people, the moment that somebody would tell me a name of somebody locally, I would be like, yes. And I would take the action. And it was the same with uncovering, you know, a lot about the industries and a lot of these institutions that don't always have the consumer's, you know, health in mind and best interests in mind. And I discovered Beauty Counter and became really excited to advocate for alternative healing modalities, for uncovering the truth about, you know, corrupt industries that are really self-regulated and and becoming my own advocate. And so I believe that Beauty Counter came into my life again. It was something I stumbled across online when I was searching for safer options for the products I was using, right? It was really an overhaul of like, wait a second, what am I, what is everything that I'm calling into my body, into my life, into my home? And that journey initiated me continuing to heal, continuing to link arms with other women women-owned business, you know, women who are not just about profit, but also people and community and the planet. It was the the catalyst that allowed me to leave my corporate engineering career. And so I believe that that was a stepping stone for me. So yes, and the biggest piece is we have signs all of the time, every single day. And it doesn't mean anything if we don't take the risk and and try and do it. And that is the piece is we can have all of the healers and the tools and all of the signs from the universe. And it really does take that courageous act of, of saying yes to yourself. And it's okay if that takes time and it's okay if you resist it. And again, like you said, there's nothing to fix. This is about us coming back into wholeness, but ultimately we do have to claim it for ourselves. Thank you. Well, so well said. And I love that you spoke to the courage because it's, there's uh, three cornerstones to um, what I believe is, is needed. And one of them is courage. It's the three C's, courage, curiosity, and compassion. And I think all of those, especially courage, I think courage is like, we need to have courage first to, to even go on down this path because it's not, it's like the path less known, right? It's the, it's the path that is less followed. Um, Gratefully, think things are starting to shift. But to your point, it's we've been um, we've been living in a very corrupt system that doesn't advocate for us. So we do have to become our own advocates. I am really curious about how your journey. I mean, you spoke to this a little bit around intuition, but can you speak more to intuition? Like, I'm always so curious because I find intuition to be something that like, it's hard to explain. It's hard to put into words. And so I'm always curious about how different people speak to it and define it. So how do you speak to intuition? What does it mean to you? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a a, a former definition. It's more of a feeling, right? So to me, coming back to intuition first is, again, there's a multitude of words that you'll hear people 
express when it comes to to that word. And it's it's truly aligning with the resonance within because, you know, the divine is always seeking us, <laughs> always. And, and it's about that alignment, right? It's like everything that we desire and more is available to us. It's a matter of aligning with that. And to me, that's what intuition is. It's about learning how to feel again, right? So for me, what was happening in my body is I was blocking feeling, I was numbing, I was avoiding. And so what happened was that, you know, manifested as dis-ease in my body, letting me know where I was out of alignment. And as I began to heal, I started to recognize that there was a lot of suppressed emotions that I wasn't allowing myself to feel. The moment I started to allow that to come through, I started to become more aware of my energy body, other energy and other energies uh, in in this realm and also multidimensionally. And it began to open me up to my divinity. And again, there's a, a bunch of words for 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 all of that. And it's all semantics. Like to me, you know, it's like you know that feeling when you're in your head trying to make a decision or you know that feeling when something happens in your life and you just know, whether it be when you want to start a family or whether you want to move to a new place or buy a new home or call in a partner, right? Like, you know, that feeling when you're with your person, right? We've all felt that. That to me is intuition is you just know, and you don't feel the need to explain yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a resonance within your body, which is why I believe so many people feel that they can't connect to it, but it's simply that they just don't know how to feel. So the moment that you start to explore that, okay, you know, there's, you know, 75% plus communication is nonverbal. So learning how to sense, learning, right? We see it in nature. We see it in the animal world, right? Our bodies know how to communicate. So it's just a matter of slowing down and creating the spaciousness to begin to attune to, oh, my body's talking to me this way. Because again, everybody and every body is so dynamic for a reason and so complex and so individuated that Jill or I can't tell you what it means to feel something in your body, what it means to connect, what it means to be so connected with source consciousness. It's different for all of us. And so that's what happens when we're not connected. We start to have that comparisonitis and be like, well, I want what she has. I want that. And then we end up repelling it because that's not our journey. Mm-hmm. And so it it truly comes back to self. Like you said, it's the courage to say yes, and then continually coming back to curiosity. And what happens is you start to have more compassion for yourself and for humanity because like you said at the beginning of this episode, all of our journeys are so different, yet we all have the same hurt. And so it's important. The more that we come together in community in these types of environments, we recognize that we're really not very different from one another, yet so uniquely special. So that's the great paradox of life is, you know, it's like, totally different journeys, yet we all know what it's like to feel heartbreak. We all know what it's like to have something related to our health that's, you know, feels like we're crumbling inside. Loss, loved ones leaving this earth plane, right? We know that feeling when we know it. 
So that to me is intuition is just being patient enough and gentle enough and graceful enough and curious enough to just start to say, okay, I'm just going to let myself be here. I'm just going to listen. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to see what arises when I give myself the space to feel this overwhelm or to feel this joy and see where that leads you next. Yeah. Wow. What I'm feeling as you're, as you were speaking is just like this sense of a real feminine energy that just sort of kind of came in and sort of very, very, because the feminine is about the feeling, right? It's like, and I know for me, that was part of my journey was exploring that. Like I was so in my map, more of my masculine, you know, and then I was like, it was like, what? Like, you know, so in my head. And, and I think that's where that's, that's kind of the journey. It's like this journey from our head down to our bodies and into our hearts. And then the other thing that was coming through is this idea of presence. And this theme keeps coming up over and over and over again. When I speak um, with other people like you, other colleagues, my clients, it's like, and they say like, I want to be more present. There's this desire. People want to be more present. So, and what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is like, that is, there's like an access point here in the present moment to connect with this, this higher, right? Like our divinity, whatever you want to call it, our intuition, our higher self, whatever, whatever, you know, works for you. And what that feels like is different, but are we willing to slow down and become present? So I'd love to hear like, what are, what would be like something your 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 a strategy or a technique or something or a tip for someone to help them um tap into their intuitive self tap into that intuitive knowing yeah i mean it's it's quite simple um you know when we put our hands on our body it it actually lets the body know where we are physically at in space <laughs> You know, and so there's proprioception that happens where it's like, oh, again, communication. Okay, I'm right here. It's a ritualization of I'm here. Mm -hmm. And it, again, just brings us back into. And I think oftentimes presence, we, again, we read in books, we have all this external noise that it's like, you have to have this long practice and you have to be alone. It has to be silent. Yet I'm fully present right now. There's nowhere else that I'm at. In my field, you and I grounded together before we started this conversation. I I grounded on my own, you know, individually prior. And I'm in a state of presence right now. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not thinking about what I look like. I'm not thinking about, am I doing a good job? I'm thinking about all that matters is the here and now and trusting in that. That comes again with time and practice. So putting your hands on your body and simply taking a deep breath, filling up your vessel with aliveness, with the miracle of life, right? Getting out all of that stagnant energy, exhaling. And what I do is I just call all parts of myself back to myself in this moment, you know? So again, you can do this anywhere. 
you can be in a meeting and do this without anyone noticing. You could put your hands on your lap. You can take a deep inhale and it can be internal. And then notice the shift, right? And committing to one minute of when I'm in this conversation with someone, can I stop multitasking? Can I stop thinking about something else? Can I stop scrolling my phone? Can I stop trying to do all of these things at once? And notice the intimacy in your life shift. Notice how much more joyful you feel because, you know, if we just keep going, it's just like the breath. There's an inhale, there's a pause, and then we retract. We see it in nature with the seasons. We see it in the cosmos. It's everywhere. We see it with our body. We see it with the breath in our body. So again, like you said, the the masculine model that we've been born into doesn't want us to stop. So I think just giving ourselves the grace. Oh, and I don't know if you hear this, but this is my alarm that it call it is called <laughs> moment is magic. So it's 12 o'clock on the dot. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that I do throughout my workday. I set reminders just mm-hmm. to give myself a minute of the miracle of life, the miracle that I am being in gratitude, slowing down, and I will physically get up out of my office and do something different and change something up. So I love that. That was not, that was not an accident. Like that was the divine saying, Hey, here's a tool to give to the, to the community. You know, we have these structures that can help support us. So just to bring it back to center, Anything you can do to just put your hands on your body, take a breath and just say, I claim to be here now and give yourself 60 seconds of presence, whether it's with yourself, with your kids, with your dog, with clients, with colleagues, and see what opens up for you. I love that that happened. Um, it, it's just perfect. And that's, that is, <laughs> that's, that is evidence right of our connection to the divine and these and these synchronicities and you know kind of bringing it back to coming home to your body right as being the theme of this event um you know because a lot of times people think like we think intuition is is more like it's something that we we think or we know but you started out talking about how it's something that you feel and i think that that's something that that's, that's the bridge, right? That's kind of the bridge that we're, that we're, um, I think all of us have been on this journey to, to cross over. It's like coming, really coming home to that, the sensational essence of our bodies, like being able to really, to really be in our bodies. Cause once we come home to our bodies, like you said, like so beautifully with the touching, it's like, yes, I'm here there's a relaxation that literally the nervous system gets recalibrated. Right. And so many other things. And that's part of the healing journey. Um, So where's my question going here? So I I have a question. I think it's, it's such a simple thing, but it's not easy and it does take practice, but I love that you gave these really sort of easy things that we can do. And we can set up structures in our life, just like we do with our other areas of our life, whether it's our work or our family, we set reminders, we have a calendars. It's like, what do these people do? Well, like, like you, I block time in my calendar 
for practices, for self-care, for presence. And so how do we have, it's not that we have to depart and be like these monks on a, you know, on a mountain or something like that, because that's not what this is about. This is about being human and being in this human body and living in this, you know, this, this experience that we're all having right now, but we get to utilize what, what's there, what's available to us to come home and to expand our experience. You know, I think it's like, we've been, we've been kind of duped a little bit in terms of what we were here to experience and what we're here not to experience. It's like, I know for me, I was like, it's about just getting stuff done. Check, 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 check. Right. That, that was my instant, my dopamine, like checks, everything, check off the top to-do list. Okay. I am, I am worthy. I'm whole. Well, just like you, that did not, that my body was like, no, (laughs) no more. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I wonder, is there, is there a practice another, I mean, you kind of took us through a practice already, or I'm just wondering, like, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? Um, I guess diving more into the body and where we, where we hit that resistance and, and what, what would be, um, what would be something that you would tell someone who was really just kind of like maybe where they, where you were, you know, in terms of your health, um, what would be like the number one thing that you would want to want them to know and trust about themselves? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There was so much gold in what you shared. And, you know, what's been dropping in for me is the reversal of the masculine into the feminine. And it's, it's not gender specific. It's, it's related to the feminine masculine poles that all beings carry on this planet. And, and so it, it's, it's about the, the feeling first, the heart first, the, the connection first. And then, you know, We've got this beautiful device that, you know, can also have a lot of vices (laughs) and can also can also be a crutch. And so to show you that I am a student of all of these universal teachings myself, I I don't claim to to be on any pedestal or to, you know, pretend like I've got it all together. What I can tell you is, you know. I have moments where the reason why I set those reminders is because it's very easy to get sucked back into the conditioning of of our planet and the world, especially in a world that ultimately doesn't want to change, right? It changes hard and scary. And so when you have the masses that are really wanting to stay where they are, it can be a very slippery slope and it's merely practice. I remember, and you and I talked about this, I think last week or the week prior when we were talking about what we were going to share on this, on this conversation, I remember feeling so hopeless. I remember feeling like I'm never going to get better. I remember feeling so much desperation and then I healed and I just kept going. I just was so relentless in my devotion and that is the feminine. And I think a lot of times we get you know, we think that the feminine is not fierce and we think that the feminine doesn't like have that courage and that Phoenix energy. And that is truly what propelled me into claiming my healing for myself. Then once I healed my body, I was like, 
in all of these amazing sisterhood containers and seeing magic before my eyes and feeling like, well, that's great for them. Like, eh, I didn't sign up for that in this lifetime. I was someone who thought I could never connect to my intuition. I was someone who thought that, oh, I was, I wasn't born with that. That wasn't, that wasn't my story. And then I started to notice things open up. So it's about, can you be so committed to your highest timeline and your healing and your transformation without being attached to what it looks like? Because the moment that I just was like, I'm just going to do my best to keep coming back to me. It's blown my mind at how connected I am to source in ways that move me to tears because I never feel alone anymore. I shouldn't say never. I do have moments from time to time where I, I forget in a split second. And then again, I do the same thing. I come back and I'm like, wait a second. No, that's not true. I'm not alone. I'm never alone ever. And that is my invitation is instead of like doing exactly what you hear people do on here, right? Like I'm giving you some tools. You're hearing tools from other people, but try things on and then be like, oh, I think I want to do this instead. Like if you know that going out in nature is your church and you connect and everything just melts and dissolves, do that. If you know that there's a certain type of movement for your body that you're like, I just feel you again, you know, those feelings when you're taking care of your body, when you're nourishing yourself with certain foods, when you're moving your body and you feel so delicious. So this is all it's about is practicing so that you can just call in more of that. Because it was years of me having little tastes and then going back into old patterns. That's not everybody's journey. So I just kind of want to create like a relatability that, you know, we, nobody knows, but you, what your journey is going to look like. And I promise you on the other side of the pain and the frustration and the despair is an equally amazing resonance of bliss and liberation and joy and presence and creativity that is on the other side for you. So if you can just keep coming with the curiosity, the courage that then leads to the compassion of like, excuse my French, but fucking it up. Like I love my fuck ups because I know that I'm growing. This is it. This is what I believe that humanity is moving into. So I love the mess. I tell this to my clients. I love my mess. I still have moments of trigger. I still have moments of you know, leaving my body, they are much fewer and far between. And they're not as eventful because of the practice. So the the biggest invitation is you, it's a, it's the commitment to listen and ask and then notice the feeling. Like if you can be like, wow, when I'm feeling this resonance and I try this on and I feel relief and I feel the energy move and I notice the bigger picture of divine orchestration here and I have the awareness and I begin to accept and I begin to alchemize that into my being, then you just keep saying yes and doing more and trying it on and experimenting. And I promise your world will be forever changed if you just keep saying yes. Amen. Oh my God. So good. And 
just, yes. And I think this, this call to um, just being able to be messy and to just allow yourself to be in the process. I think what, what blocks so many people is the judgment of perfection and needed to do things or this. I know for me, I've lived so much of my life in extremes, either all this way or all that way. And so my journey has been like this kind of do, 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 do. And I'm still do, 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 same. Like you said, it's like, it's just, we, we refine, it becomes a refinement, you know? And then it's like, okay, I'm human. I get to have this experience, you know? And, and I love what you said is like, we learn from those. We learn from that. We learn from the mess ups because like, for me, sometimes it's like going the opposite in terms of eating what I know my body, I know what I should be doing, but I'm doing the exact opposite. And that becomes like a learning. It's an experimentation. It's like, it's a reminding. It's like, oh yes, this is okay. Recalibrate, you know, and then having that compassion. Um, and I laugh about it. I'm like, oh, look at me, you know, look at me just kind of playing around, having fun, <laughs> just learning, you know? So I think that lightness uh, and, um, lightness and, and what you spoke to about the fierceness too. So there's that balance as well, the fierceness yeah. of the feminine and the devotion. So I love, I love that you brought those two to together. Can I give one, um, additional tip that's just dropping in for, oh, please. you know, the body, the nervous system craves, you know, rhythm and regulation, like our body craves that. So again, anything that creates, this is why we see, you know, like I know when I'm going back into, you know, inner child response, I'll rock back and forth, dance, breath, right? Rhythmic breath, being intentional about the de- the breath, a rhythmic walk in nature, one foot in front of the other, right? So again, we have all of these opportunities to just be like, okay, if I'm in a nervous system response, which we know that feeling, right? If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, you wake up and you're already thinking about your day and spinning, can you then ask like, okay, what would support me to bring myself back into homeostasis in my body? And it's rhythm. Because again, we are not robots and machines. We are human. We are dynamic. So you get to play with that and practice. It could be drawing, mm-hmm. you know, it could be writing. There's a rhythm that happens once we get in a flow. So practice and just see. And what's fun about that is you might surprise yourself. I know that I have a multitude of times, like thinking that I I wrote something off that then started to really support me. Love that. Yeah, so true. The rhythm. And you made me think about play and how important it is to play in life. Like, you know, when you look at children and what, how children are when they're in their play and they're, they're just kind of, they're in there, they're, they're connected, they're connected and they're so wise. And so we still, we have access to that. I think we often think like, oh, we're adults. We don't get to play anymore, but we are meant to play. And I know for me, when I'm playing, like I'm really into watercolor now and I'm playing with water. And when I get into that flow, it's like, I can download a whole, like, I'll know exactly what I'm going to be talking about the next day, just through that process. And I'm like, whoa, whereas before it was like, okay, I need to sit down. I need to think about it. I need to write it out. I need to make a plan. And that sometimes still happens too. And sometimes it's a balance, but it's amazing what can happen, how life can just flow 
and we can get access to, you know, our, our intuitive self, our intuitive self, just through these moments of slowing down and playing and being present and connection. And, and like you said, it's so unique to so many different people. There's no one prescription. It's just being willing and to be courageous and to explore and to like go with what feels good. You know, I always say if it feels good, it's usually good for you. (laughs) So um, thank you so much for, for everything you've shared, Lindsay. I want to, I want people to know about how they can, um, how do you work with people? How do you support people with this right now? Yeah. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I have uh, a group program called the Awakened Feminine Circle. It's a three-part series. The first piece is getting in touch with our emotions, starting to feel again, then really working with the energy body and the chakras within the body. And then we get to really play in the quantum in series three and connect with the higher consciousness chakras and and really right start to bring back in a lot of the density that we've cleared in the body. So it's it's truly about you know, that allowing those meeting, those meeting, those shadowy parts of ourselves that we've all kind of stuffed down in the basement and, and having that willingness to just without being attached, without needing to know even what it is, just having that willingness to begin to alchemize that into our bodies. So, um, I've got that going on. I do private mentorship as well. And I'm starting actually a, a private and group, uh, hybrid mentorship container because I have a lot of women coming to me now it's very fascinating. I have kind of two groupings, those that are like, I really don't know where to start. I just want to begin to feel and to connect. And then I have those who have done work with me or have done work with others who are like, oh yeah, I'm ready to up level. I'm ready to launch a business or up level my business or really be of service in this heart-centered way. Um, So you can reach out. I have my own podcast, Soul Shine Radio. I, I truly just love sharing what's helping me, what's supporting me, what's working for me and, um, and teaching it to others and, and just, you know, helping support others in that way. Um, I'm all over social media. I'm sure you'll see it all, you know, below you can reach out to me. I I truly love connecting with people. And, um, I, I do believe that we're all here to, to walk each other home in this way. Thank you so much for all that you do and all that you offer. And you do have a free gift that I want to make sure that people um, grab. Can you tell us a little about your free gift, the unique soul blueprint discovery quiz? Yeah. So we didn't get into this, but it's that same piece that I have a lot of tools. Um, I don't, we talked about this too. The only certification I have is in human design and it's just because it was fun for me to learn. Everything else is through my experience of entrepreneurship, of, you know, being in corporate through my own healing journey. So I also, you know, just want a presence that, you know, for me, it's more about less about the external pieces of paper and more about who am I at my core. That's how you start to truly channel the wisdom that already resides within you. So again, with human design, it's a tool. If you're unfamiliar, this might even be more fun for you. This is an eight-question quiz that allows you to kind of course correct and to see where you're energetically showing up in your life. And then you get to check it with your human design blueprint. Again, This is truly a blueprint that is kind of like your soul journey in human form right when you entered this world before society 
wrapped its hands around you and started conditioning you. Um, so it, it's a it's a tool that helps you start to allow for some affirmation if you've been feeling crazy, if you've been feeling like this is what most supports me energetically. It, it's kind of fun to help you kind of have that masculine chalice and a baseline to return to. And there's a, once you fill out the quiz, there's, you know, some email sequences. What's fun about this is I use music and frequency to help you alchemize. So there's some songs to move your body to. And again, if we just use the mind, you know, it's not actually permeating our being. So if it's not happening in the body, it's, it's not happening at all. (laughs) It's just fleeting. So I hope that that supports you. It's light. It's fun. I love going deep and, and keeping it light at the same time. Thank you so much. I, I have to say that any, um, I, I, I really, um, I've really been, I, I've, it's really supported me to do things like this, to explore things like human design. And I love human design because of what you said. It's like, it's like the blueprint of yourself before preconditioning right so because so for me it's like you know some you you often know yourself as someone but coming home to your body is like really getting to know the true essence of who you are mm-hmm. um, before all of the things that we think we know right we think we know who we are and so I love that this that you're offering this quiz thank you so much it's such a and it's fun I love quizzes too I think they're, they're tons of fun um Awesome. I mean, I could talk to you forever, but I know we have to wrap up. I have one more question that I'm asking all of my speakers and that's just right, like right now in this, in this moment in your life, I know you're in a little bit of transition, but what is something, what is like a tool or like a, maybe it's a juicy new tool that's really helping you or a practice to come home to your body now? Is there Mm. something um, that you're honestly, What I'm, what's most alive for me right now is the gene keys, which is the next iteration of human design. Uh, the reason why I love it is because it's, it's ancient wisdom meets, meets modern living technology that again helps us to unlock the dormant, you know, potential that's, that resides within our DNA. And so I, I believe that there's a reason why I, I went to school for engineering. I, I love, I love science. I love learning. I love understanding history and our evolution from, from like a cellular level. And I also love dancing in the quantum <laughs> and um, we're starting to be able to prove all of this. And so why I love the gene keys is, is it feels like there it's a, there's a simplicity and you can just go to genekeys.com and I've really been, and you can pull up again, it's, it's the next iteration of your hologenetic profile of same thing, but more as it relates to your purpose, to how you can most prosper in life, how you can heal your heart. So I love it because it's such a beautiful merriment of, is that a word merriment? We're making words up on this. That's <laughs> um, <Yes>, intuition. <laughs> marriage, merriment. We're going to, we're going to run with that of, of the inner of the inner exploration and how to bring that into form in, in, in the 3d and why I love it is again, it it doesn't tell you what your job should be, but it tells you like Mm -hmm. you, when you, when you read it and you feel it and and you let it wash over you, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, 
this is what I meant to do. So well, that's exciting. Um, I haven't heard of that. So thank you for sharing that. I'm going to check that out after we get yeah. out. Yeah. And, and these tools drop in as, again, as transmissions for, for certain beings that are, that are meant to share it with the world. And, and Richard Rudd was, was the gentleman who received the transmission. And I think it was like 2004. And so this is where we start to really trust that we are supported and we're not alone. And there's so much available to us. So it feels like a, a divine intervention. Again, another, it's a, ve- it's very rich. Um, so it can be very heady, but it's not like, cause if it's different, it's, it's wisdom that you feel in the body versus knowledge that you're just reading with your mind. So that might be something fun to explore as you're starting to connect more to your intuition as does this feel like living wisdom within me? Or is this something that I'm just learning, you know, with, with my brain? Um, and neither are good or bad. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that distinction. It's it's such a. I remember when I had that first experience, and I was like, "Whoa!" It's just yeah. So, it's it's a different yeah. It's a different experience. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, so have fun with it. This is where it's like take what you need and leave the rest. Try things on. Have fun and don't um don't download like my invitation is always like don't download every gift and follow every person and do every tool and sign up for every email like try that on too. Yeah. find who really resonates because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with too much stimulation. If you want to connect with your intuition, you really want to start to simplify. Great advice. Great, great wisdom. Great advice. So much, so much goodness. Thank you so much, Lindsay. It's been amazing. Thank you, Thank you so much everyone for tuning in, sending everyone so much love And um, don't forget to grab Lindsay's free gift and connect with her. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Much love. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.